I mean, like, it sounds like they're worried bankers will accidentally commit, you know, money laundering. And so they want to make sure that if they do, that they're protected. Like, that's how it feels, you know? Yeah, it's like, wh- whose liability are we protecting the most here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the uh, the BuzzFeed podcast, one of the journalists made uh, the point uh, of describing the suspicious activity reports as basically like permission slips, <laughs> or they also called them, quote-unquote, defensive filings. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the idea being that, you know, BuzzFeed uh, and the other journalists looked through a lot of this, and what they were seeing is that these suspicious activity reports generally popped up after the bank became aware that there was an ongoing government investigation into whoever the client was. And it was kind of like essentially sending the government this being like, hey, we're doing business with this person. If you want to shut it down, you can shut it down. But um, if not, if it's cool, we're just going to run the transaction. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a permission permission slip. Fucking moose. So there's a lot of gamesmanship about when and how stars are filed. And that for sure, um, you look at timelines and sometimes you find that they file it after it becomes clear that they're under investigation. And uh, it does hold up. They're like, well, you know, we, we sent you this R, so. Right. Hmm. We did we did our due diligence. Um, effective 2012, SAR reports go through um, an e-filing system that feeds into FinCEN's databases more efficiently Hmm. and they've this is where those analysts come in that they're supposed to be analyzing what comes into the the database using supercomputers for that are (laughs) literally there and you could like run intense regressions on like who's doing what and but uh, apparently if they did that it didn't yield anything or more likely they just didn't do it what if you just like use one of those supercomputers to have like zero ping on Counter Strike Source? <laughs> <laughs> just uh, like use the third most powerful computer on Earth to absolutely own everybody see. who's lagging out compared <laughs> to you. like 100 FPS. <laughs> on on like Crisis Five or whatever is the gold standard now. They wanted to stop global corruption, but they were almost winning Warzone, and they they honestly. A win in Call of Duty Warzone is worth hundreds of millions of dollars being laundered <laughs> through our current financial it co- system. It costs the taxpayers $10 million an hour <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, to like, run it. Like the like the reports of like the South Koreans that are amazing at StarCraft and how it's like the Koreans are amazing at gaming. They saw that and said, we need supercomputers to defeat our international video game enemies. And honestly, they built them. Now, it was supposed to be for the FinCEN, but they went, honestly, we're not going to stop gaming anytime soon. We must close the ping gap. (laughs) (laughs) With, like, Korean Korean, uh, StarCraft gamers. That's right. What if, like, we were right that there was this massive cover-up and the FinCEN and all that, but we thought it was, you know, Epstein, Mossad, child trafficking related, but it was actually just, no, we were trying to win at Fortnite with the supercomputers, <laughs> so we didn't check any of the FinCEN reports, and a massive cover-up was necessitated to keep that fact from the public. I mean, like, I get it. Like, you know, if you were to figure out how to scam the government for a computer that could run every video game you want to play, this is how you would do it, basically. <laughs> you know, there's like, I've thought at some point, like, what's a dream job? And I think the closest definition of a dream job is to 
be buried somewhere in some government bureaucracy that nobody knows or understands and your boss like you don't even have a boss or your boss is absent or doesn't do work or something and it's just like you're just there in the system collecting a check and uh you get to play solitaire all day <laughs> so i think there's there's probably like a bunch of jobs like that within the fencen department i would imagine you know maybe even some of them are listening right now because they heard <laughs> we were doing a fencen episode and they're like well i'm not doing work anyway so I'll take a break um, from Day of Defeat Source and log on here. Oh, um, guys, guess guess which bank had the top number of flagged SARs SARS in this league? Uh, just based on the podcast that I do, I'm going to say Deutsche Bank. <laughs> <laughs> You're correct. Yeah, of course it is. Uh. And it's it's by a mile actually, uh, so these are like ones that they they thought were particularly credible and like felt that yielded interesting articles. So there's 982 of them for Deutsche Bank. Wow. And the next most is Bank of New York Mellon, 325. Not so. New York Mellon. I thought they were one of the good ones. <laughs> I use all my money from there to get honeydew. <laughs> Burning my Bank of New York Mellon jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I used to believe in you. <laughs>